I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Yeah. Make a few invitations here before we jump into the topic at hand. Utah Community Credit Union text line is 57500. I need uh, some of your help today. I want to know your reactions to last night's Super Tuesday results. As the program continues today, we'll take some time here and there to cover some of the results. We're going to look at some of the data uh, just after 1.30. Some of the... uh, Exit polling figures are absolutely fascinating, and we have a cool rundown I'm going to share with you just after 1.30. Also going to talk to you about, I'm not sure how late you were up last night, but if you were watching uh, Joe Biden as he spoke from Los Angeles after uh, collecting a number of Super Tuesday victories, uh, an interesting thing happened while he was addressing a crowd. There were protesters, two of them, uh, who sprinted onto the stage and very aggressively made their way towards uh, the former vice president as he, as he was standing alongside his wife, Jill, and his sister, Valerie. Well, there was an example set, uh, a very good example of the right instincts to have when uh, you and your loved ones are faced with danger, and that instinct is to protect. I'll go into greater length later on, but I'll tell you right now, uh, Jill Biden, Jill Biden, the wife of candidate Joe Biden, former vice president, when the protester sprinted towards her husband, uh, she uh, put her body physically between her husband and the maybe danger. She reached out and took the arm of the protester. She was the first to respond. It was an incredible thing to see, kind of a touching thing to see. Uh, Another act of heroism, I'd say, well, maybe that's a little extreme, but someone with the right instincts uh, yesterday was a communications director for the uh, Joe Biden campaign, Simone Sanders. You've seen her. uh, She's one of the talking head types. You see her uh, quite often, African-American woman with very short hair, uh, has some lines uh, on her brow shaved in, uh, her distinctive look. And she, uh, just moments uh, after uh, Jill Biden had made her uh, move to protect her husband, uh, Simone Sanders, uh, man, ex- exhibited some absolute fearless behavior, went sprinting after the protester, uh, took her in her arms, and literally carried her off the stage. Uh, it was a fascinating thing. Uh, there's a video of that. On my Facebook page, if you make your way over there now, Lee Lonsberry uh, is the name of the page. I want to talk more uh, about that later on. Uh, But while I have you here now, what I want to talk to you about is something that breaks my heart. A few weeks ago, Matt Gephardt joined me in studio as he was covering a story that touched on elder fraud. It is something that robs the most vulnerable of our population of millions and millions and millions of dollars each year. 
It breaks my heart. It is absolutely terrible. And it is a crime committed by the lowest of the low. In March of last year, Attorney General William Barr announced that various actions uh, would be undertaken by his office uh, to prevent and prosecute uh, elder fraud at the Justice Department level. Two years ago, my official Justice Department portrait from 1992 was put all over the, uh, the Internet on various websites where I was informing people that as the former attorney general, I had special access to government grants and uh, that if people sent me money, I would tell them how to get a lot of money. Do you hear that? The attorney general, William Barr himself, uh, was used in an attempt to defraud uh, the elderly. People took one of his official photos, identified him by whatever official title, and then would reach out to the elderly and say that, oh, as attorney general, I uh, have special access to grant monies. And if you would like to get your hands on uh, these certain grant monies, which you are eligible to collect, uh, merely send me X amount of dollars and you will be uh, the recipient of uh, this big pool of grant money. Well, obviously, it was a fraud, and as people started approaching uh, William Barr and letting him know what was going on, it broke his heart, and it uh, also opened his eyes uh, to a scourge, a scourge of fraud being committed against the elderly. The Websters and I met with a number of local law enforcement leaders who uh, are on the front lines of dealing with this problem of uh, fraud against elders, and it really drove home how devastating uh, these crimes are for the for the victims involved. Did you hear brief reference at the beginning of that clip there to uh, a couple named the Websters? We're going to talk about them in just a second. Uh, but the Websters—that's a reference made to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Webster, uh, who William Webster is a former CIA director and former director of the FBI. Uh, where they come into play here in the story is absolutely fascinating. I'll tell that to you in just a moment. But first, here is some coverage uh, from ABC News's uh, Andy Field. He covered the story last year, right when the Attorney General announced the new focus on elder fraud. Former FBI and CIA director. William Webster fell victim to elder phone fraud. His wife, joining a Justice Department roundtable, saying some older Americans may need help spotting the scam. Watch what mom and dad are doing. Uh, don't have to be a spy necessarily, do we? But <laughs> keep an eye. Attorney General William Barr saying they've made it easier to call and report the suspected fraud. Andy Field, ABC News, the White House. You hear reference there made again to uh, William Webster, uh, former FBI and CIA director. Here's what happened. He got a phone call and said, uh, when he picked up the phone, the person on the other end with a heavy accent uh, promised that William Webster was the grand sweepstakes prize winner of $72 million and a new Mercedes Benz. And uh, former CIA director Webster thought to himself, uh, interesting, uh, interesting. Um, why don't we uh, why don't we continue this conversation and see where it leads us? And so, as you sometimes see on like YouTube or I've encountered them on Reddit or something, uh, when someone uh, perceives that they might be uh, being approached by a fraudster, they'll string them along, record the conversation, and later on play it for all of us to enjoy. Uh, well, Mr. Webster, again, former director of the CIA and the FBI, when the fraudsters called him, he strung them right along. 
He engaged in conversation, went back and forth for a while, and then he picked up another phone and said, Hey, uh, hey, FBI, you remember me? I used to be the boss over there. Listen, on the other line, I've got one of these fraudsters. Yeah, uh, he's calling me from Jamaica, tells me I am the proud winner of $72 million. Oh, and a new Mercedes-Benz. Well, uh, Mr. Webster's friends on the other line from the FBI, they said, hey, uh, we'll, uh, we'll look into that. And they did. And when all was said and done, uh, there was a 29-year-old man from Jamaica was in handcuffs. Uh, he was charged and convicted. And that uh, began the involvement of the Websters, uh, Mr. William Webster and his wife, Lydia, uh, in their grand crusade to aid and help and be part of the fight against elder abuse. Absolutely anybody can be targeted by the scammers, many of whom seem legitimate, friendly, like your next-door neighbor. Our message is don't be fooled. That was Lydia Webster. I'm sorry, Linda Webster, the wife of uh, William Webster, the former CIA director. At the close of that press conference, Barr reiterated his disdain for this type of crime. It's a massive and growing problem, and it's, and it's despicable because the people involved are, are vulnerable, and because of their stage in life, they don't have the opportunity frequently to recover. Now, all of this took place about a year ago. The reason it has my attention today is that I got word from uh, the Department of Justice, specifically the U.S. Attorney's uh, Office here in the District of Utah, letting me know uh, that a monster sweep uh, had gone uh, and been launched against perpetrators and suspects in these types of crimes here in the state of Utah. Twenty defendants uh, have been charged in the District of Utah. In the next segment, we'll be speaking with U.S. Attorney for the District of Utah. John Huber is going to be on the line. He's going to tell us what he and his office are doing to combat elder fraud here in the state of Utah. That's all coming up next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.